Hi, this is Marina Sirtis, and you're listening to Trekmate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. As is a tall ship and a star is terrifying. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Mark Stamper. Holy fucking shit. Hang on, hang on a minute. Is it, 20, <laughs> is it 2013? Have I fallen through a generated crack in the in the space-time continuum? What's going on? Wayne, what have you done? I th- this is what you call a crossover episode. This is, this yeah, is like when McCoy turns up on the next gen. <laughs> Absolutely. Or when Scotty suddenly beams in. <laughs> a, blast, a blast from the past, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Yeah. For those of you who've only just recently been listening to the podcast you've got no idea who i am but for long-term listeners i'll i'll be a very 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 old voice so um it's nice to be back on track mate again and it's, oh, thanks for having me man but thanks, that's the thing you, you've you're, you're speaking to one of the listeners who literally went through yeah. all of the catalogue yeah and obviously, by so that point yeah, obviously. So, so Jude, it's the first time we've actually spoke. We've only spoken for about yeah. two minutes before we started recording, but it's the first time um, we've yeah. actually spoken. But you've heard me a lot, and I've heard you quite a lot as well. So it's quite interesting when you um, get to speak to someone who you've heard a lot. Um, Definitely, it's 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 a strange experience. I did for about three minutes have the same sort of like feeling when I first went on with Wayne like a year and a half <laughs> ago, like just that tiny bit of nerves, but. <laughs> And for I'm me, speaking it's, to a minor celebrity. <laughs> for me, it's, it's it, I'm I'm a bit I don't know where my feelings lie because it's it's like my wife and my ex-wife <laughs> are both in the same place. Yeah. It's all right, mate. It's all right, mate. You can have us both. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm glad to hear it. And there's always room for uh, Matt knows that uh, I still love him as well. Yeah. Four on four man action. You know, Trekmate has always been a sausage fest, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, and to be honest, it is an absolute pleasure to be hearing your voice again, mate. It's been so overdue. It's been a very, very long time. I can't even remember the last time um, I podcasted. It's got to be. Uh, it's got to be at least two years. I... It, yeah. It I think was, probably uh, about two, uh, probably about two years actually. I think early 2015. Was, so um, yeah. I started working in London late 2014. I think sometime probably around about two years ago, more or less. Yeah. 
which you know not quite to the day, but around about two years ago was the last time I was on. So. And I th- that's the thing. I think the last time that you, yourself and me did record one, it, I think you're right. I think it was. It might have even been like November, December, two thousand fourteen, maybe. Could have, could have been. Could have been, or very early the next year. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been yeah. a hell of a long time, and getting from there to here. In in another sense, it doesn't feel like time has changed whatsoever. No. No. Yeah, we're still absolute fucking dorks sitting in front of our computers <laughs> talking to people on the other end of the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, and but saying that. We've now we're now at a point, Mark, where before, other than the movies, there was never really anything going on. But now mm. Discovery is coming. It yes, is on we the have horizon. Discovery coming. Yeah, yeah, which is um, which is obviously exciting news for the Trek community. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you're probably going to lead into. So, what do I think? Um, I'm. What would I say? Skeptical. I'm, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical, but I'm also hoping that this is going to be a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Things I don't like. I'll start off with things I don't like. I don't mm-hmm. really like prequels. Why couldn't we've just gone forward mm-hmm. beyond Voyager? Um, Enterprise wasn't my favourite series. It had some good points. It had some bad points. It is my favourite series. I think we should have gone forward. Um, Klingons, really? We've done I'm not enough sure, Klingons. dude. I think they're bullshitting us. You think? Yeah. They're us? I but think no, they're absolutely but they, bullshitting. But they've sort of said the names of the commanders and they've but given out actual character those names. Pic- I don't believe those pictures were of Klingons. But the sort but, of leaked pictures by that, by whoever that, that was. I mean the uniforms, etc. Because um, the and I. I and I, I I sort of get that because I don't want them to reimagine Klingons. I thought those yeah. uniforms looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't want them to go back and just reimagine Klingons and just no. say, oh, well, this... so no, that's an interesting point actually, Wayne. Because I would have been much more in favour of it being more Womulan based. I remember but... seeing a tweet mm. um, from I can't remember what person the production staff it was. But it was a picture of a sign on the inside of one of the, of the toilet cubicles, and it turned around and said, "No photography uh, or anything on set or behind the scenes, blah blah blah, uh, without sole written permission from the PR department." Yeah. And those pictures of like Klingons hanging about uh, at like uh, at dinner or whenever it was. I th- I think that I I honestly think that was them trying to fucking sail us down the wrong river. I do. Okay. I don't think those are the Klingons that we okay. saw. Those sort of spiky uniforms. They were almost sort of Jem'Hadar looking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think those are okay. the Klingons. Mm. It could the be Klingons new should just be wearing brown and grey jumpers and stuff with little yeah, sashes yeah, yeah. that time. Really. Yeah. Um. So Klingons. I think they've been done to death. Um, the I know it was very, very early footage, but when they showed the Discovery, I thought the ship was ugly. 
Um, mm-hmm. And if they weren't ready to release footage, they shouldn't have released anything because it looked like something someone, I agree could, with do, that part, yeah. someone could do on their own home computer quite easily these days. And if they weren't yeah. quite ready to release it, then don't release anything. If it looks, they did and it did look, it, to they? be honest, yeah. But to be honest, it looked shit. Um, yeah. It was. It looked like a fan production. And if you can't produce and put out something that looks really, really cool, then don't bother. Just say, we've got a cool ship. Um, so I thought that was really amateur. But we do have Jason Isaacs as the captain, and I really like him as an actor. I've seen him in a few things. Oh yeah, I um, about that announcement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's Jason Isaacs there. Um, I know him from. I mean, my daughter's a big fan of the Harry Potter movies. I've, I've watched a couple. I haven't watched them all, but I. Well, really we are them. in our house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember him from. Have you seen Event Horizon? Yeah. It's a sort of sci-fi horror movie from the late nineties, and he was yeah. in that, and he was really, really good in that. He was really quite creepy, and I really, yeah. really liked him. Um, so I'm quite excited about that. Um, Sonequa Martin Green, I've haven't watched. I watched the first couple of seasons of Walking Dead, but that was before she was in it. I yeah, hear she was very, it, yeah. yeah, I hear she was very good. Um, yeah. And I also, Definitely. you guys watch Walking Dead, don't you? Have you seen yeah. the latest finale? Yes, yeah, we have. What? Yeah, okay. Have, yeah. Yeah, so you know, predicted that like months yeah. ago. We, so you, as soon as so the announcement got, came, we were like, so, "She's getting killed off." <laughs> yeah, so she got killed off. So that obviously yeah. means that she can leave Walking Dead and can focus on Star Trek. Um, yeah, which and is I think that's thing. a good thing. Yeah. I think that's a very good thing. Like I say, I've never seen her in Walking Dead. I understand from fans that she's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that that that's a cool thing. Um, they changed her name recently, didn't they? A, a, a given name is Michael, I believe. Michael. She was something Rainsford, and now her name is Michael. Mm-hmm. So oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's confusing. So maybe the name Michael in the future is a is a unisex name. That's fine. Fashions change over the time. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's fine. I don't really care about that. So I'm sure she'll be quite good. Um, a few of the other actors. To be honest, I don't know who any of them are, but that doesn't worry me too much because Star Trek has always been. Oh, I realised who one was the other day. I think his name's Doug Doug Jones or something. Um, And he's going to be playing an alien, uh, and um, he's in the Hellboy movies as Abe, who's like a sort of of fish man. But he's in all the uh, Gilmero del Toro movies as well, as whenever they need a freaky-looking skinny guy with, like, a strange head. It's always him. Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah, he's excited about doing it, so I look forward to to seeing whatever that is. And obviously, we've got the reappearance of Sarek as well. Um, I don't know the the actor at all, but um, he looked, from his physical appearance, he looked very good. So I would say... um, I'm a little bit mixed on Discovery. I'm hoping for the best, but I'm not one of those who's balls to the wall. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to wait and see. But you can bet your life. I wouldn't say I'm that. I'm just very optimistic about it. I'm, I'm trying I'm very to be optimistic. Hopeful. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'll be one of those people when it releases on Netflix, if it's at 4 a.m. UK time, mm-hmm. when it when it launches, I'll be one of those, even if it's a weekday and I've got to go to work, I'll be one of those people who gets up uh, at 4 a.m. and watches it the second it's released on UK Netflix. I'll watch it before work, even if I'm tired the next day. I will get up and I will watch Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping for a September release, which I think is probably likely at this point. 
I well, you know it, what? I just think it's time they release more details, more plot points. Give us another teaser trailer because we're now in mid-April yeah. and mm-hmm. we're less than six months away. They need yeah. to put out some more stuff, not just little trickles of who's in this. They must have shot a couple of episodes by now. They must have got some pre-production on at least the first episode done. They could mm-hmm. release a few little teasers. They really need to get going with this because if they don't market it right, it's going to fail. And we all know what it's like these days with TV series. If it's not marketed correctly, it will die. Yeah, but I think so. it holds um, a better chance being on Netflix uh, than Enterprise did. Uh, oh, I like, agree. On I TV agree. back in the day. I think, uh, yeah, massive I think it's, platform. Uh, I think it's the correct vehicle for it. I think it is a massive platform. Um, and I'm guessing... I'm not sure if you guys have spoken about this. I'm guessing this will be a week-by-week release rather than all at once. Yeah. I'm assuming so. Because it, it helps build up suspense because I know Better Call Saul and a few a few other TV series on Netflix did that and it really... We're all yeah, so used to binge-watching yeah. but watching an episode and having to wait a week for another one sort of mm-hmm. ups back. And then it the gets everyone talking about it all across yeah, the world absolutely. at the same time as absolutely. well. Absolutely. And speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I that's... That's the way it's going to be released. So. I I'm haven't read that, but I'm I'm quite optimistic. And the good thing was, well, because my daughter's a huge Harry Potter fan, and she found out Jason Isaacs was going to be in it, she says, oh, well, maybe I'll get to that Star Trek. Because you know what, he'll probably die in the first bloody episode. Well, That's what I I've been predicting. My, my theory is, and I, I think yeah. I posted this in the Facebook group, I think he'll die at the end of the first season, mm-hmm. and uh, Sonequa will have to take over the ship. That's my theory. I honestly reckon. Uh, I honestly reckon that um, the captain, because the thing is, early on they teased that Section Thirty One would play mm-hmm. a role within it, and I honestly reckon Captain is probably a member of Section Thirty One. Could be. And he's going to do some dodgy shit. Could be. Could be. But the good thing was when my daughter said, "Oh well, because Jason Isaacs, Isaacs was in it, it was a little bit of an introduction to her," and she said. Well, maybe I could watch that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, but I haven't seen that much. She's seen the movies, or a few of the movies, she mm-hmm. says, but I don't know that much about the background of Star Trek. So I went there. It's like, don't worry. If you've, <laughs> got any quest- speed. If, you, if you've got any questions, your dad <laughs> knows a little bit about Star Trek, so don't you bit. worry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, oh Mark, while we're talking about that, like, since you've last been on, there's been another movie. What do you think would be on? Um, I went to the midnight train. Um, I enjoyed it. I did really enjoy it at the time. But I think like a lot of those, uh, you know, like all three of those movies, I find them increasingly difficult to rewatch as time goes on. Um, I think the most rewatchable of the three is still the 2009 movie, Into Darkness. I find very, very difficult to rewatch now. Um, yeah. So my opinion of that has gone down a lot. Beyond. I watched it at the. So I went to the show now. It's got the Blu-ray, and I think I've only watched it once on Blu-ray mm-hmm. since I bought it. And I think I don't really have a desire to watch it again. I did for it, but it doesn't have the same watch value a lot of the earlier movies for me. Yeah, but it, yeah, interesting movie. Um, really liked the other half was terrible. Um, but just a. I just think a lot of the new movies, the wall action movie with two in John. They're really um, trying hard to grab the outside audience, aren't they? Outside yeah. of Star Trek and, 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 
And the, the movies always did that because the movies were always a little bit different to the TV, TV series because movies are, by their very nature, different mm-hmm. yeah. um, in that cinema-going audience, but pretty much uh, their product of their time. So yeah. they are portable action movies. But, I mean, still enjoyable, but it's not it's not my Star Trek. It's not my thoughtful, intelligent, slowly paced... Um, but I don't think we'll ever get that at the cinema, will we? No, you don't, because yeah. the, cinema, the cinema is a different beast. Mm. Um, it always but has still been. Different yeah, always has been and always will be because that's the nature of cinema. Um, but I just think those, the, compared to the movies of the 80s, 90s, they just don't hold up as much for me. But, but then movies have moved on. TV yeah. series have moved on. So while I was saying I'm a little bit sceptical about Discovery, when you look at you know TV series like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, etc., mm-hmm. it is a different beast these days. So maybe we have to accept the Definitely. fact that Star has to move on um, to cater for today's maybe more or less sophisticated audience. However, you know which, whichever way you want to you want to look at that. So yeah, it all it all evolves. So I'm still excited for it. Um, I just hope it's I just hope I enjoy it. Well, I think generally what we've been trying to drive home uh, lately, Jude and myself, is not in the trend. Oh, my God. Give it to you. Yeah, give it to you. Even if you just fun that it's not remote, to get that any more trick. So, I think this is the last bid chance for Star Trek on TV. If this works, and this really works, um, and Netflix as a vehicle is a perfect. Obviously, they've got. CBS streaming mm-hmm. or whatever it is in the US and whatever other service in Canada, the rest of the world has Netflix. But Netflix pretty um, much has paid for most of the production. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Netflix has put a lot of money into this, and Netflix—they're a smart company. These guys aren't stupid, so they must have faith. So they must have seen a lot of background information, stuff that we don't. But also, know. just the numbers. Yeah, well, I think they still get massive numbers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be interested to know what the... I'm sure... I don't know if Netflix release numbers. They probably don't. But I bet there's a lot of people watch Star Trek on Netflix. And they've looked at it and went, yeah. people like this Trek stuff. Yeah. Let's throw some money into it. Let's really make this a good thing. So I'm hoping that is a good thing. I think if it was left to just to CBS to do this, they might have fucked yeah. it up. But Netflix wading in and going, we're going to put some serious money into this and you better yeah. make this good. Because we are a force in the world now, yeah. I'm hoping that's going to boost up. A little bit sceptical, yeah. but still optimistic. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And also, uh, since you've been gone, more news uh, that came out. One of my uh, initial ponderings I had with Paul, and then I shared with you, I've been to a fruition and we're having our own convention. Now, when I remember talking back on way back, so back in the early days, and I think. It, it was actually released on a pod, yeah. but before the first Star Trek London mm-hmm. um, convention was announced, and that name Trekon yeah. was bandied around a ton. Um, so yeah, Love you guys have actually managed to pull it off, and you've got some really cool guests, and you've got some video game stuff going on, and you've got Max Gridenchik as well. Yeah, Max is a super, super. No, have you either of you guys met Max? I have met him briefly. I haven't had yeah. as much time Same. with him as you have. Yeah, so at the Sci-Fi Ball in 2013, I was lucky enough to spend around about 45 minutes with him and nice. Armin Shimmerman. Um, and we had interviews, and he is such... I mean, everyone says it, but it's true. He is a super cool, super cool guy, really fun, really nice to talk to, really friendly. 
Um, he is the best guest I have. He's an awesome, awesome guy. To get definitely Max made the right choice there, I think. Didn't we? Oh, it's fantastic. It really is. And you um, into it as well. Tess, you know, acquisition. You love yeah. all the fans. Yeah. Um, he talking town guest elsewhere was awesome. You know, and that fantastic. He's not just one of those people shows up because he gets paid. Mm-hmm. He actually enjoys talking to the fans and interacting with them so he's a fan well, to be honest dude he's really really gone out of his way to come to Trekon because he was doing I know you said on the board, we can't yeah. say yeah. it all no, can well, we no, uh, no we can, spot, can tell but... me offline later I oh, know but he's uh, yeah. well what I can say is he's going to Vegas uh, at the end of July and normally he would spend about a month in America visiting family but instead yeah. he's flying over there earlier to then and then coming home earlier just for yeah. us so that you can yeah, come Max, to track Max he really in, really wants Max to be lives there lives in Austria doesn't he yeah that's right yeah 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 so he's really gone out of his way to um, that is, come that's superb he's a legend he really really is you he's a fan if, if anyone's not going to track on then it's worth going just to meet Max because he is a super nice guy. Yeah. He really, really is. I mean, I loved Rom as a character. Max as a man, yeah. absolute gent and a legend. Fantastic yeah. guy. Absolutely. And that's the thing, uh, for anyone who's listening who hasn't uh, clicked on yet, uh, all of our guests so far, uh, we've got Una McCormack and James Swallow, the authors, uh, not only of Trek, but Doctor Who, plenty of other franchises. Awesome. Uh, we've got John Carrigan coming, we've got Guy Siner, uh, and also we've got, uh, we've got one other person. Paul Olsen. We've got Paul Olsen coming, yeah. Uh, one of the guys behind building the, um, uh, Enterprise for the motion picture. And not only that, since uh, we recorded last. Uh, we haven't officially announced on the podcast, but we will be having the most screen accurate oh, yeah. replica of the Back to the Future DeLorean. I saw that in the I UK. Cool. I, I wonder if that was the one. Uh, so I went to Comic Con back in October. October, and you, you guys are probably see, we're friends on Facebook, so you probably see my picture on Facebook yeah. where you, they had the whole set set up, and for a fiver you could sit in the DeLorean. They'd give was you it the, the Showmasters the, the, one? Uh, it was MCM Comic Con. MCM. It, it might be Edex. the same one. It might probably be the same one. The same one. Yeah, it's he's, the same he's one. like the most. He's the best one in the UK. And yeah, like, yeah, and it, it was it, really screen accurate, and you could put the you know yeah. the red the red body warmer on. They give you the props. You could sit in the DeLorean. And they got you to pose with you looking at your watch, going, "Oh, I'm out of time." <laughs> you know that sort of thing. That was really cool. So yeah. after I got that photo done, so yeah. that was a really. But it had all the nice things in the set. It had the hoverboard, it had the JC Penny in the background, all of the things that the Back to the Future nerds would recognise. So yeah, um, that's oh, really that reminds cool me, we haven't we haven't just got the DeLorean. We've got the what are they called, Wayne? Oh, the, we have uh, got the Hill Valley. We have got the Preservation Hill, Society. Yeah, the Hill Valley Preservation Society is yeah. going to be joining us as well. And they are a uh, fan group who raise money for the Michael J. Fox Foundation uh, by taking their props from the movies as well as some of their original props that they've made as well. Uh, So we're not only going to have the DeLorean, but we're going to have some of the props from the films as well. So, and also... And let's face it, if you're a Star Trek fan, you probably like Back to the Future. And if you don't like Back to the Future then have a fucking word with yourself yeah. because yeah. back to the future I, I 
I yeah. love Back to the Future. Exactly. Always yeah, been a same. Fan. Absolutely fucking love those movies. Exactly. And also, uh, we are also going to be uh, another one of our um, uh, people who's going to be a dealer there uh, is also bringing uh, his collection of screen-used Star Trek props as well. So he's going to be yeah. he's going to be bringing some of his props from Voyager and uh, Generations as well. So that is going to be really cool, and uh, that's and also we've um, just uh, formed a partnership with a local uh, board game uh, cafe who are going to be running and hosting a entire tabletop gaming section. Mm -hmm. So people are going to be able to get their hands on some uh, games, play whether you're a novice or a hardcore veteran uh, they'll be able to uh, ease you in or put you to the test so I think and also we're, uh, Jude has been on the hunt constantly at the moment for TVs I, I am still yeah at the moment because TVs, we're, games, we're, consoles we're going to have a huge gaming section uh, as yeah. well so we're going to try and pack in as much as we can whilst still being as relaxed as we can over the weekend cool. Well, over I've got another addition since I last spoke to you. Uh, I put on Facebook, but I've got a DS9 Crossroads of Time on the, the Super the, Nintendo, which is Super fun. Nintendo game. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I had good. no I idea that thing that even existed. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's good if if you like that sort of uh, old school platform stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've got um, I've just got in the post the other day Starfleet Academy, um, Bridge Simulator or something on on the Super Nintendo as well. Cool. And I've only put it in just to test it, but I've not had a proper go yet. But uh, but yeah, so they'll both be making an appearance as well as Excellent. all sorts. So Excellent. if anyone's so got any suggestions I... of what games uh, we should have, by all means let us know, because we're also going to have a bit of Super yeah. Star Wars, a bit of Aliens, uh, Birth Super of the Federation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. coming it, together. It sounds, like, it sounds like a really, really cool event. So obviously I've looked at the dates... Um, and that is a weekend. I'm due to have my kids, so I've got them for a week. Um, so I'll have to see how things plan out. I'm hoping to plan a holiday with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that plans out. I might show up. Apparently, allegedly, I have a free ticket. Um, yeah, you do. Of course so. you do. <laughs> I'm sure we could stretch. I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> you guys could stretch to a free ticket for me and the kids. So I'll have yeah. I'll have to work that out how that works out. Um, but I'm really, really I, I would like to attend. So we'll yeah. have to see how that goes. Well, that's the thing. You could it's... be wearing outfits from Voyager mm. spread over the DeLorean, yeah. all for nothing. <laughs> Oh, well, that's the thing, dude. It's uh, it's one of those. How many times would I uh, phone you up with an idea for something, and you'd be like, "I oh, don't geez. think we should, Wayne." <laughs> yeah. It was like you'd be like, you text me and go, "Mark, I've had this fantastic idea," and it'd be like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> it's like Wayne's fantastic ideas usually involve me doing work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is it now, Wayne? And the amount of times you phone me on the bus and say. You'd be on. The, you'd be talking to me. You're going. Yeah, you're going to Watford Junction. Yeah. No, you already yeah. got a ticket now. That's two pound, mate. Yeah. That's what I get now. <laughs> yeah, you get that now. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and this is one of those ideas that's fun, uh, finally coming true. And finally. 
finally. And all credit to you guys for pulling that off because that's a that is a feat and a half to pull that off. And when I first heard yeah, about really it, I thought, Jesus, it. that's that's an undertaking. But yeah, I mean, you've got some cool stuff coming together. So all hats, you know, all hats off to you for for doing that. That's that's quite incredible. We, uh, we appreciate that. And remember, we yeah. are also at this moment uh, starting to build our team for the day. We want. Uh, as many people to uh, volunteer as possible to staff the event um, so we, because we're going to need people guiding uh, people where, like the uh, general public round checking tickets um, making sure you know just all the normal bullshit that people have to do at Big conventions yeah exactly exactly so uh, if you're interested at staffing at Trekon uh, drop us an email at trekmateevents at gmail.com uh, because it, as I said, we're obviously independent we're starting up we can't afford to pay you but you will get free entry to the convention we'll provide you with refreshments uh, for the day and also we'll try and give you as much time as we can uh, for you to enjoy the convention as well as well as getting like there's definitely going to be little perks as much as we can perks. do yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne will suck you off. Exactly. Yeah, he I... said that a few times actually on the pod already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. We- I know Wayne well enough to, <laughs> to know I can say that, and he'll he'll be down with. Oh, me. speaking be... of that, yeah. could I just mention? I know it's just out of the blue, but you texted me earlier on to say we've got a, a Patreon person. I thought that was brilliant. Yes, we do. We have someone our... actually gave us some money for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, that's the thing. It's uh, a little while ago we set up our Patreon account for anybody mm. because we want to um, try and get some. Uh, first of all, the Patreon money does not go towards Trek on. Uh, the money that no, gets donated not. to Patreon uh, is going to be going to a kitty that will uh, eventually help us um, to improve our recording equipment. Um, and also to uh, s- start actually uh, paying for the hosting because <laughs> Mark still <laughs> you still own the network a hundred percent, dude. Well, I I I'm officially well I'm officially unofficially the head of the network, which means nothing because it means I just pay the bills. Um, <laughs> or yeah. if or if someone Mark, I want to launch a new podcast. Which I, I was approached actually um, a little while ago um, from an existing host. I'll let you know about it, Wayne. Yeah. Um, we might want to do this as a new podcast. So if someone wants to launch a new podcast, I do all the technical stuff in the background to make sure the feed's there, it gets submitted to iTunes, all the all, all of the artwork is there. Um, so that's all I do. So I I, hmm. I am the quote unquote head of the network, but that doesn't mean I do anything other than pay the hosting bill every month. And if someone has a question or a technical problem on the website, which is very, very rare because the website, the website is really, really cool. Um, mm. That's all I do. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, but it, so the first part of the money will also go towards paying that hosting uh, for the website, um, and then we're going to be using it as much as we can to uh, upgrade our equipment. So we did have our very first... Well, uh, well I would say, wait, I would say Wayne, don't worry about mm-hmm. the hosting. Just upgrade your equipment first. That's fine. 
Mark. We love you, Mark. It's it's not it's not it's not it's not yeah. it's not it's not a massive burden on my monthly um, outgoing. So get Aww. your equipment sorted first. When you get enough Patreon really? subscribers, when you've got all the equipment you need, and there's any left over, then put it into the. Oh, we hosting. really appreciate that, mate. It's fine. I've been covering Thanks, it. For a lot. It's fine. It's not. Worth yeah. It. We really appreciate that. So we no want to give a big, big thank you to Helen Clayson. Uh, for being our very first uh, patron uh, subscriber, uh, patron well patron supporter, so uh, we will uh, start to uh, get together all of the bits that we uh, initially promised for uh, patron supporters. But for now, big thank you, uh, Helen. If you want to, thank yeah, you, Helen. Yeah, if you want to help. Uh, support the podcast as well head on over to Patreon and just search for Trekmate or look in the description below but whilst you're online why not book your tri- uh, ticket for Trek on go to trekmateevents.com adult tickets £12.50 child tickets for under 12s is £6.50 and under 5s go for absolutely free and remember all of the events going on whether that's gaming whether that's the tabletop gaming whether that's uh, the talks all of that is included for the prices of entry uh, so come and join us in August because it is going to be fun so they're actually really good price tickets as well yeah we, you've, we, you've, we priced, to... you've priced that really really reasonably obviously the kids free I mean even for adults that's they're good prices well, you, haven't, yeah. you haven't taken the piss which is I know, I know you guys didn't want to be able to make a massive profit and fleece people, but they're very reasonable. No, all we, we, we hoped for money-wise is to be able to to do and something not, with it for the, the, the next year. I'm not just saying that. I think that they're really cheers. good prices. <laughs> we really appreciate that because we um, did sit down for a while and uh, like try and figure out the prices, and once we started getting yeah. the costs of everything coming in we was able to get together a realistic figure because um, it was a question of we didn't with it being our first convention we didn't want to come in and say hey it's going to be 20 quid a ticket and yeah. then it, it creates Under a lot more deliver. of an unknown yeah. Yeah. where if you price yourself reasonably we're, we're hoping to encourage as many people as possible to go well yeah. fuck it what have we got to lose yeah. We've, well, we've done that with every part of uh, the con, haven't we? With the traders as well, with mm-hmm. uh, our prices for them and autograph and photo prices as well. We're, we've made them all as reasonable as we possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. We're, uh, we're certainly not going to be trying to uh, fleece you over the weekend, but selling as many tickets as we can just means that come next time around, because this isn't going to be a one-off. Uh, no, we want it to be every. Well, one of us wants it to be every year. One of us wants it to be twice a year already. <laughs> I wonder who that is. Yeah, Jude gets a bit it's, ahead of himself, Mark. It's it's only a matter of time before I start getting texts from Wayne saying, "Mark, I've had a fantastic idea." You could be the host of Trep on Two. I thought you might have been like quite a surprise that you didn't get a phone call for help building the website. I was actually, I did actually mean to text you and say, who built this website then? I did actually yeah. mean to um, ask you about that. 
and sort of did get round to it. Yeah. No, I'd done it all myself. Yeah, yeah it looks good. Yeah. I didn't know if he'd gotten Finch involved or but then again if he got no. Finch involved he probably would have like texted me so no no the website looks good yeah no well that's it I'm quite happy with it just using ehost to build it yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm I'm quite happy with how it's coming together though I have you always didn't, you didn't you didn't put it on Vita host uh, or existing host because it's all covered because <laughs> I pay for that every month so you might as well put it on there rather than put it in putting it anywhere else yeah I'll prob- I probably should have done <laughs> but you probably should have done because oh well. it's all paid for <laughs> but say it, I didn't know whether it would uh, still come under the same whether we would have enough wit- uh, bandwidth or whatever mate mate, mate 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 there's about six websites under that account and several of which I run so um, <laughs> so the... if we need to make any more <laughs> websites just put it under that account it's fine it's fine because my um the local scout group that my daughter went to and my ex-wife was a, uh, a scout leader for, um, they've got a website on there, so they just just charge for bandwidth. So their bandwidth is tiny, so you can just use that same account and you can just build websites on it and just keep going and going and, and going. Vida hosts are so uh, reasonable. Vida hosts are really, really good. Um, we've mentioned it a long time ago. Um, it's really reasonable pricing and really good support. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not sponsored by them, but they're really good. They so are, check out they are really good but also I think because I didn't want to um, put a burden anybody with uh, the Trek on website I was looking for a site that could pretty much build half of it for us yeah fair um, enough have fair a lot enough. of templates and whatnot. but yeah no I'll definitely take you up on that once it's up for Trek uh, on 2018 yeah that's it that's it if it's is it all based on WordPress um, if it's all on WordPress, then we could transport it over. But, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, it probably is. It probably is. Everything, everything on Checkmate is based on WordPress. So, um, anyway, that's tech talk that we probably shouldn't talk about on a podcast about Star Trek. <laughs> this isn't WordPress talk. <laughs> that's a shame. That's a shame. Now, uh, blimey, I. We're, we might actually get on to the fucking uh, topic that we had intended. <laughs> let let me ask you first, while we're still blabbering on. Yeah, go for it. Do you want another week of uh, how to speak Klingon? It'll be about two minutes if I get on with it. Go on then. Go on. Then. Go on then. Yeah. 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 Okay. You just you just sort of go. Oh no! No, I'm lazy. I don't. I don't even do that. I just press a button. No, you just make it up. <laughs> no, no, I've got, I've got. Can you see me on the camera? I can see you on the camera. And you've got a, and I just it, spoke Klingon, off the top of my head. Fluently, fluently. You're, 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 you're an amateur, mate. Oh no, I am. No, I, I openly admit that. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, this week we're at the movies, and I'm going to let you two guess what this so, might so, be. So for everyone listening. Um, Jude has a. It looks like a pop-up book, like a kid's pop-up book. Yeah. Has how with, to speak uh, Klingon on it. With a and little. I just, uh, I just spoke Klingon, you know, fluent Klingon, and he's the guy. He's like the two-year-old holding up a little <laughs> pop-up book. Yeah. <laughs> this is my second week doing this. Right. Marge holds Batleth. <laughs> Batleth chops Targ. Targ eats. Gah. 
Gach is tasty. It, it, it's, it's Janet along is, those it's lines. Like, it's like Janet and Jill for um. See you guys. Okay, see well, see if you can guess what this is, Mark. See if you can guess what this is. I'll do it again. I didn't order salty popcorn. One more time, please. Okay. Okay, I know that one. Go on. Why is your wife inserting her aubergine into the <laughs> Not quite. Isn't it? No. <laughs> it's... <laughs> oh, it's two for Romulan and Juliet. It's what, sorry? Uh, they're at the ticket booth, basically. Yeah. Okay. And they're ordering the tickets, oh, yeah, they're and they say, two for Romulan and Juliet. Oh, it's, a, it's even a, a bad pun as well. Yeah. yeah. I still think the aubergine pun was bad. <laughs> oh, dear. That's... <laughs> Do you fancy going glory holding after this? <laughs> oh dear! That's the Jude's, Jude's been so tempted to. Uh, <laughs> to see face. He looks confused. He doesn't know what a glory hole is. Jude's oh, been, no, I did. has been so tempted to. Uh, he just said he did. He knows what a glory hole is. He's been uh, down on absolute I... teeth. <laughs> I keep listening to a song in the car whenever, whenever my 13-year-old's not in the car. It's just me and the one-year-old uh, by Steel Panther called The Glory Hole. So I know all about it from that. No. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Just from that and that alone. Yeah, just from that alone. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I've lowered the tone. No, not at all. Oh, sorry. someone has to do it. That's, that's the thing. I'd be disappointed if it hadn't. Yeah. So, uh, a question that we came up with for a subject a while back um, stemmed from when I read somebody make a comment uh, on one of our episode reviews, and it made me think: Are the Vulcans evil? Evil. Because the Vulcans are actually... Uh, well, you, you may as well say what the episode review was. It, I'm guessing it was the... Um, not Shadows of Agenda, whatever. But the Andorian incident. Yeah, it well, was it the Andorian incident. On that, I would have guessed. Yeah, and, yeah. But, but the thing is, that Which got you can me thinking. Because everyone's always... Um, everyone's always loved the Vulcans. Mm. And... Um, it's always about logic. It's always about the teachings of Sarek. But do we brush over the fact that they get their five or seven-year-old children to touch each other so that they bond for life? <laughs> and so that they're imprinted on each other. And so you've got mm-hmm. the whole arranged marriage thing, which obviously a lot of cultures do the arranged marriage thing. 
but then if you want to get out of that arranged marriage uh, the only way is to kill someone that's that's pretty fucked up it's It's pretty harsh it's harsh um, but if it's their cultural way then you've got to remember that the Vulcans are not human we imprint human values on them because they look broadly similar or yeah. that's one of the things I have an issue I have with Star Trek um, and as much as I love Star Trek is that every species looks broadly the same and they think in the same way mm-hmm. um, so you might encounter a species and they just look like humans but they've got a Cornish pasty stuck on the head and they're thinking, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're thinking exactly the same way as us and you can relate to them in the same way um now, in reality, that's going to be completely different. So when we meet alien species, it's going to be like us talking to an ant or to a cactus or to an oak tree. Their, their outlook on the entire universe, their very thought process is going to be so different to ours that you couldn't possibly... There are, there are very few opportunities for you to relate to the way that they think. Um... So I would say, inherently, no, they're not evil. It's their cultural norm. It may seem strange to us. Um, arranged well, marriages maybe, aren't unusual. Having, then, having to kill someone may seem a little bit harsh, but if it's a cultural norm for them... Uh, for then, but I was going to say, maybe they're not from a to suppress of all of their emotions. And for their, their pets... Kill their pets. Which pets? Yeah, we we did. Um, Spot cat to kill his big dog cat thing. What the hell do you call them? Oh, oh the, uh, we watched... um, yes, the. Um, I know what you mean. The animated series. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cute. That recent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The big cat thing. Yeah. It'll it, it'll yeah. come to me soon. Um, forcing him to kill it is a little bit harsh. Um, but, but yeah, but that's the thing. And not express any emotion over it as well, you know. But the non-expression of emotion, it's for their own good, because they know their emotion. They're not human. Their emotions are much stronger and much more well, intense than Spock human. Spock was half human. He was half human, but um, I would say his Vulcan side was more dominant, and the Vulcan emotions are much stronger than humans and they are potentially destructive so they they suggest that they suppress them to protect themselves and to protect others around them I do always wonder about that they they sort of only very briefly touch on it don't they about how years and years before how like how violent they've been and you know when they weren't in control of the emotion like just how savage like they could. Really? Yeah. I mean, they, I think it's it said they almost destroyed themselves because their emotions yeah. were so intense. I'm guessing they had huge wars, and it got to a point where they said, "Look, someone realised this is we're going to go really, really badly." Well, it's we do, it was Sarek, yeah. yeah. Um, we could either do something about this or we're going to destroy himself and then Surak invented the concept of logic and everyone took it on um, so 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's done in their case. They're not human. It was done for their own good. Yeah, is yeah. It, is it evil? I, I was going to no. say, what, is what it, about is, from the point of it, view of the Andorians in uh, Enterprise? Hmm. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I, they, uh, the Vulcans, always portrayed themselves as very. Uh, we only ever tell the truth. Um, but yeah. then they do everything that they possibly can to actually instigate uh, a war uh, with the Andorians at one point in Enterprise. Yeah. So they're obviously not past. Uh, uh, at that point, obviously, we're talking about Vulcans pre-TOS and pre-TNG, so they've still had room to grow. Yeah. Um, but then, for them, if war is logical, then it's a logical decision. It may seem like a, a an emotional mm-hmm. decision, but if it's logical to launch a war against another species to protect yourself or to protect another, Mm -hmm. then it's a logical decision. Is that evil? Evil's a difficult concept to... It is. It depends depends on the mindset of the person who initiates it. Yeah, it's it's very um, subjective. Yeah. is very subjective because uh, to, to what is evil to one person is absolutely uh, like fine to another. Yeah. Uh, especially it, it, it depends on your own moral compass. Um. I that's the thing. I wouldn't necessarily say that they are evil. I think that. I that's the thing. I don't. Uh, because do we ever get to see uh, well obviously there are I was going to say do we get to see Romulans that shun um, the teachings of Serac but then that would be the Romulans would hmm. it not yep. one guy I, w- I was just thinking of you probably couldn't call him evil but he's not very Vulcan like I can't remember his name but it's the guy from the DS9 episode where they, the, you know, the Niners episode, whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. He's not very Vulcan-like, is he? He's, you know, he's got it. In, he's had it in for Cisco for years. Mm. You know, you know, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, you couldn't call that evil, but an you arsehole. Know. Yeah, oh, exactly. You certainly, you certainly get a lot just, of Vulcan arseholes. Yeah, just because you're logical doesn't mean you're not an arsehole. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, but but then also uh, you've got different ends of the spectrum because then you've got Cybok who's absolutely batshit crazy and is forcing people into um, uh, like uh, be brainwashed to believe his cult that he's mm. creating. But uh, I know we don't like speaking about five. Yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can count him, can you? Can you count Cybok, Mark? Because um, he's not very Vulcan-like. No. Well, 
no, you can't count him because you you can just discount Star Trek Five from all of everyone knows my well those who've listened to me on podcasts from many a year ago know my feelings on Star Trek Five and it's an utter pile of shit. So no, you cannot count anything from that movie as canon. So <laughs> Cybok does not count. I think that's fair. That's absolutely fair. We we also just deemed that fucking what's the name of that episode, Jude, that I've said we will no longer discuss anymore? The Abraham Lincoln oh, episode. Oh, the Savage yeah, Curtain. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The Savage Curtain. Yeah, that is also now <laughs> become on the list of episodes that shall never be named. Yeah, that is the bit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I think that is probably the worst one I've. Well, yeah, I think I've watched all of them now, and yeah, the scalp. It could be the worst. It's not the worst episode of TOS. What it would is you say yours though. is? Uh, hmm. Turnabout Intruder, the final episode, is shit. Oh, uh, really? I, I, I didn't think that Turnabout was Turnabout Intruder ah. over... No, uh, I, did listen to your, I did listen to your review of that, and I almost texted you angrily to say, you, were like, you guys were like, it's not that bad. I'm like, this is fucking shit. Um, it's shit. Um, I, 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 would I think thought it the wasn't children good for and, a finale, but... No, it was shit in many levels. Um, <laughs> but also, and the children shall lead. That is shit. I'm trying to remember that one. That's where the ghost guy turns up and he has all the kids on, on the bridge. It's, it's a season yes. three episode. Yeah. And what's the other one? The Way to Eden. The Space Hippies. That's oh, I love The Way so to Eden. It's so funny, though. I, lo- I really enjoyed reviewing <laughs> The thing is, the way... Is that a guilty pleasure? Is that a guilty yeah, pleasure? Yeah, I think so. I'm not even guilty about it. it. <laughs> it is for loads of people, I've found out now. It's one of those episodes that is so ridiculous and ridiculously awful that I enjoy it on that level. I, I, I sort of get that. I do yeah. sort of get that ridiculously awful um, thing, but it is crap. I, I sometimes like things that are so bad but they're good and I think uh, The Way to Eden is one of them yeah oh it's the singing it's the singing that gets me yeah <laughs> hey brother that's it I can reach brother but fucking with um, Savage Curtain man fuck it it's just so awful Kirk sucking off so Abraham stupid. Lincoln N- knowing full well that it's probably an alien, but he's like, no, it's fucking Abraham Lincoln. I've, I've always idolised Abraham Lincoln. It's like, okay, the, well... The, all the crew, including Spock, just look stupid. They're just made to look stupid. Like, everything they've done is, like, undone in one episode of who their characters are, especially Spock. Yeah, and then Uhura's absolutely fine with him calling oh, her a negress. Yeah. It's like, well, That's no. just awkward. Fucking yeah. I mean, I, yeah. That whole thing is oh, a charming negress. Um, mm. and then her response to it is quite well done, though. I think it, it is quite awkwardly placed and when when she says, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's fine." You know, in our century, we 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 we've learned not to fear words or whatever it is she says. Yeah. Um, but I can get that whole. Eh, it's a little bit awkward. It was probably yeah. fine in the sixties. 
now these days, if you say the N-word on TV, it's like, whoa, you better be saying that in context in... Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I do get that. But uh, but then uh, but then I do like the response where she says it's fine you can call me a negress if you want because I don't care yeah that yeah. was a term that was used centuries ago and I'm just a person and she, yeah uh, yes, yes, that, yes that I'm a black I'm a, I'm a black woman you can call me a negress if you want you can call me a for little if you want it doesn't mm. it's just uh, a it doesn't mean anything. and let's it face it no I don't meaning. care because you're not really Abraham Lincoln you cunt. <laughs> you're well, a rock there, monster. there is always that as well. You're a rock monster, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing. Fuck, yeah. But for the time, the message that that gave was like, you can call me that if you want. You can call me this word, which was probably used in the sixties. But the vision that yeah, was put out there was, in this time, it doesn't matter. You can call me a negress. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess it was a good thing. But then is that thing. empowering yeah, right. racists? Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah go oh, for no, it. I, I, I see where you're going from. I think it was it was trying. It might have done. I think it was trying to show a more positive vision. Which yeah. is I think it, Star it, it, was, it was a lot harder to do that sort of stuff in the 60s than it was in the 90s or now. Yeah. But they sort of got away with it. Gene always managed to get those things under the radar surreptitiously. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's one... Of the, you know, like, they, they called it the first interracial kiss, and it wasn't actually the first interracial kiss, you know, mm-hmm. that famous episode. That no, it wasn't. Episode. It wasn't. It was, a, it was a very early one, and there was the big hoo-ha about whether it would be banned or not. And it's fine. I mean, <laughs> it seems ridiculous now that you know, a yeah. white man would kiss a black woman or vice versa, it doesn't really matter. It's just mm-hmm. two people kissing. Could be two men kissing, two women kissing, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but in the day, it was seen as a big thing. Um, but it's one of the things that Star Trek is held up for. Mm-hmm. And whether it's not entirely true that it was the first interracial kiss or not is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's something, It's it's a moment that people can pin up and say, Something that's something that Star Trek did. Yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no, I absolutely yeah, get that. But uh, honestly, at the moment, I'm going through um, a rewatch, and after watching Enterprise, because after doing a rewatch of Enterprise, uh, Enterprise is currently my favourite Star Trek series of all time. But doing TOS, I haven't been able to keep up the pace anywhere near as much as um, Enterprise. I, I've been struggling it, a little bit. It's tough to watch. It's tough to watch when you get into season three. Season one yeah. is really good overall. Season mm-hmm. two, a little bit half and off. Season three is very tough to get through. Yeah. Very yeah. Tough. And there are some really good episodes in there. Um, the penultimate episode... Um, which is one of the first supplemental episodes that Wayne and I did, which mm-hmm. is All Our Yesterdays, where they travel back in, you know, the Atavacon and they travel back in time. That's a really, really good episode, but it's few and far between in season three as well. Yeah. Most of season three is absolute cash. It's terrible. That's um, the thing. At some points, I've been like, fuck, I really want to start Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Or you just you get ten minutes into an episode and you're like, oh look, Facebook, and you start looking on yeah. your phone and doing things. Yeah, yeah, because it's just yeah. so boring. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <clears throat> but, or in our case, just falling asleep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I've been known to fall asleep to the odd crappy Star Trek episodes. When I wake up and I'm like, I've put it on a Netflix and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this episode. And I've woken up and it's like five episodes later. It's like oh, I've been asleep yeah. <laughs> on the sofa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so seeing as you're here, Mark, did you fancy a track off? Time for the track off. So yes, it's that time of the week again. It's time for a track off. Now this is going to be a three-way, and we're going to be playing it OG style. We're Which going is, to be. You like the three-way, don't you, Wayne? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be a three-way with three questions each. No sudden death unless there's a tie at the end. So uh, here we go. We are using the Star Trek scenic questions. Uh, first one's pulled out. So Mark, would you like myself or Jude to ask your first question? Um, Jude, please. Okay, I've got, I've got an easy one on the card and and uh, one that I wouldn't get. But uh, green or orange, Mark? Um, green, please. Okay, this is the one I wouldn't get, so I'm glad you picked that one. <laughs> okay. It'd probably be fine for you though. What is USS Voyager Voyager's registry number? Oh, it is. Uh... I think I know it. It is NCC. Seven. Oh. I think I know it. I'm pretty sure I do know it as well. Um. But it's trying to get that visual image in your it's, head. It's it's the image in your head, isn't it? It's NCC seven four. You see it so many times. It is not as iconic as seventeen oh one, is it? It's that's all no. ingrained in your head. Yeah. Well, we definitely help with that every week as well. Still. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, NCC seven four six five six. Yeah, you're spot on. You're spot <laughs> on. <man. laughs> I knew you'd get it. Uh, I would have been one digit out. I swore there was a zero That's, in there. I, I, I was no. sure. I was sure I had two of those. No, I think it, I was thinking it's seven five six six five, and I was thinking no, no, there, there's not consecutive numbers there. Wow. Okay. Well done, one. Mark. <laughs> That's a tough one. That is a tough question, actually. Unless because you're a real Voyager expert, that is, it doesn't yeah. spring to mind immediately, does it? No, it doesn't. And uh, but that is why you were the quiz master. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, speaking of that, one question I did mean to ask: Does anyone still run the? Uh, I haven't actually looked to inquire. I just thought of it as I was going for a piss. Does anyone still run the Trek <laughs> Trivia account? Uh, no, that was shut down years ago. Oh, okay. 
That's the thing. As soon as you uh, left, it fell to pot. Yeah, there's a story behind that, but I'll tell you that offline. I okay. look forward to it. Bit of goss is always good. <laughs> okay, hit us, Jude. You've got a real easy one here. In the in the motion picture, the voyage home. He did, did he pick a colour? Well, he. I'm just giving him the orange. What's still on the card? But um, I don't. Should I put this card to the back and then and then grab the next card and ask you a colour? Do you reckon? I think you should ask a colour. You should be given the choice of a colour. Okay. I'll do that then. I'm putting this card to the back because that question was. Just saying, just saying out of randomness, you should ask for a colour. Yeah, yeah, sure, no, I will definitely. do. So for that reason, every time I'm going to put the card to the back now. But just out of curiosity, okay. what was that? Yeah, what was that? One? It was uh, in the computer test. What um, stumps Spock? What what question? How do you stumps feel? him? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How do you most feel? Anyway, uh, green or orange? Then way. I'll go for green. Which USS Enterprise D crew member has a romantic history with Commander Riker's father, Kyle? <laughs> this shows how long it's been since. Um... Okay, so what member Come of on, the? Wayne. <laughs> I know that's the thing. It's a stupid question. It's... You want me to ask again? Yeah, it, it's got to be Crusher. Is that your final answer? No. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Uh, Okay, read it one more time. Which Enterprise D crew member has a romantic history with Commander Riker's father, Kyle? Oh, it's Pulaski. yeah, it is. It was I, thought, I thought he would have got it a of lot quicker, it's... but when yeah. he was injured, when he was when he was injured during the, the war with the Tholians, yeah. Yeah, of course it's fucking Pulaski. I was just thinking, I wish it was Troy. <laughs> It'd be so much more juicy. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, dude. Uh, green or orange? I'll go orange, please. Uh, what is the date of Earth's first contact with Vulcan? Oh, for fuck's sake. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, come on. It wants the full date, though. It wants the year oh, as well. shit. The anniversary was quite recent. Is it, like... The 29th... of April... No. 1st of March. 1st of March. No. Oh, shit. I'm all over the place. <laughs> First there's, 300, there's 365 days to choose from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. If it makes it any easier... You've and a lot of you've, years. You've ruled out two. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> so you've got <laughs> two dates out of 365, so you're nearly there. What did I, what did I say, the 29th and the 30th? <laughs> uh, something like that. Okay. Is there a 31st of April? No. No. 
Oh, God. Oh, I give up. I give up. Can I give the answer? Uh, Yeah, yeah. April 5th, 2063. Yes, of course it is. First contact day. It's a date that I've had in my head loads of times, but... Okay, Mark, I'll ask your question next. Uh, Mm -hmm. Green or orange? Uh, I went for orange last time, didn't I? Or did I go for green? You went for green. Uh, I'll go for orange. You went for green, yeah. Okay, I'll go for orange then. Okay, which... uh, You should get this. Uh, Which science fiction magazine does Captain Sisko's alter ego, Benny Russell, write for in Deep Space Nine episode Far Beyond the Stars? Oh, bloody hell. What was the question? Who does he write for? Yeah. So, which science fiction magazine does Captain Sisko's alter ego, Benny Russell, write for in the Deep Space Nine episode, Far Beyond the Star? I very nearly watched that episode earlier on today, I love, and then I, I, love that episode. I chose a sillier episode. one instead. I love that episode. Um, yeah, it's, it's one for, of the really good ones. It's, it's like a really iconic name. You know, they had all of those... Yeah. Like, like fantastic stories and, ah, oh, you know, amazing tales and things like that. What was it called? It was something along those lines. Shit. <laughs> I haven't watched that episode in a long time and I love it. A lot of people, it, yeah. it divides a lot of people and I think it's incredible. I think it's amazing. I think it's a brilliant episode. I think it's fantastic. I, th- I think I've got that as my favourite DS9 episode it's, on the Trekmate website or something. I think it's it, it's a very good one. Right. He writes for a magazine. The magazine is called because I know. <coughs> excuse me. Um, Amazing stories. I know it's a real science fiction magazine, and it's not that, but it's along those lines. Could and all, all, all of the characters in there are based on, so I think Miles O'Brien, sorry, it's just the, the way my mind works. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles O'Brien is playing Isaac Asimov because he writes stories about robots and mm-hmm. he writes for Incredible Tales. Is that yeah, your final answer? Guess. Um. <laughs> it's always fun to get someone to. It's always fun to get to do that. Is that really what? Do you know what? Incredible I, I, Tales magazine. Yeah, I'm going to go for I've Incredible got... Tales magazine. Go on. It yeah, is Incredible thing. Tales magazine. Oh, bloody it's... hell. How does he do it? <laughs> he acts like he doesn't know. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I just had amazing stories in my head because I know amazing stories is a real thing, mm-hmm. and that would yeah. be clouding my. And I knew it wasn't, but I was just trying to think around that because it was very, very similar. Very they were trying similar. to make it. They were trying to make it authentic, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was oh, just no. going to ask: Is Max in that episode? Because I can't remember seeing him. Max Grudenchik, Rom. Uh, I remember I seeing Nog. Aaron Eisenberg as, as himself as like a selling the newspapers on the corner, but I can't remember seeing Max. I don't think so. I'd need I, to rewatch it. I'd, yeah. I need to have a look and see. I don't think he is actually. No. No, I don't remember him at all. Fantastic so, episode. Though. Nearly everybody but him, I think. Mm. 
I want to go and watch that now. It's a great yeah. Episode. It is a great episode. <laughs> okay, so Jude. Um, Green, is it my turn? Is it yours or... No, you hit me next. Um, yeah, yeah, it's you second, isn't it? So green or orange, man? I'll stick with green. In the movie, The Search for Spock, what does Kirk discover Spock implanted in Dr. McCoy prior to dying? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much his memory. (laughs) Oh, this is specific. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. His culture. Yeah, you got it. It's Katra. It's yeah. living spirit. It's, yeah, it yeah. says it's Katra, and in brackets, the, the Vulcan concept of the soul, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the soul. Yeah. There well you done. go. That's well. a nice one. Definitely. Uh, I'm happy with that. Keeps me in the game for knowing Nafal. <laughs> so, Jude... Uh, I've already lost it. Do I continue? Because I... I know, well, if me and Mark get a question wrong, then you would still be in the running. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose yeah. you're right. Yeah. So, uh, dude, green or orange? I'm gonna go green this time. Okay. From where does the bar on the USS Enterprise D get its name? Huh. From where does it get its name? Well, it's ten forward. Uh, is it the fact that it's at the front of the ship and it's deck 10 yeah yeah deck yeah. 10 forward station 1 yeah cool that's it nice easy one yeah, yeah. that's a nice one okay so uh, you give Mark his next question dude okay Mark green or orange uh, let's go for green please in the deep space Nine episode you are cordially invited lieutenant commander Dax's I can't say this word. <laughs> Re- Re- recita- <laughs> Recitation? Is that how you pronounce that word? Recitation? Yeah. Recitation of the history of the House of Martok reveals who to be the descendant of a concubine. What the... Shall right. I try and read, read it again? Read it one more time. Yeah, can you repeat the question? Yeah. Sorry, I was just confused by it myself, reading it out loud. In the DS9 episode, you are cordially invited. Dax's recitation of the history of the House of Martok reveals who to be the descendant of a concubine. Okay, so what member of Deep Space Nine turns out is a descendant of a concubine? I can't remember that at all. I'll just read the second half of the question. Um, yeah, please. In the history of the House of Martok reveals to be reveals who to be the descendant of a concubine. Bloody hell! I I, I would never get this. I do remember the episode, and I remember that episode quite well. Hmm. And there's a lot of Klingons. Obviously, Klingons show up. Um, was this the wedding? You are cordially invited. Was it that? It, it must be a wedding. wedding. It must be. It must be a wedding. Because he it was might... in that. He like joined uh, Martok's house 
by that time. Yeah, isn't, isn't that the one where they dress up in the sort of? Yeah, I she, think so. she's in the red. Yeah, someone. Got to be. I'm pretty so sure some, it is. So someone was a descendant of a concubine. Mhm. Bloody hell! Can I have orange instead? <laughs> Not now. No. <laughs> Jesus. I know the episode, but I mean that's probably just a passing reference to whoever that person was. Um Someone was a daughter of a concubine. Descendant. No, descendant. Yeah, yeah, descendant. Um it's not going to be someone we know. It's going to be just someone who's referenced. Oh, I don't know. Um, Belendia. <laughs> I've got no idea. Absolutely no idea. The, the name was sort of close, apart from the Belend bit. It's Cirella, uh, C- which is General Martok's wife. Okay. Oh, Fuck, I, that was a hard one. Unless I watched the episode like ten minutes ago, I'd never remember that. No, that's a no. piece of information. You was right, Mark. The scenic questions can be fucking hard. That's <laughs> they that's, they can, that's yeah. Hard question. Yeah. They are yeah. very random. Yeah. I I think you probably would have got the orange. What was the orange? So, the orange was in uh, Wrath of Khan. Why does Doctor McCoy give Admiral Kirk reading glasses for his birthday? Because he's allergic to Retinox Five. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy one. Shit, I wish I picked orange now. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot, where one of them's easy and the other one's hard. Uh, and was that Mark's third question? That so was Mark's third question, so if I get this right, we, this we is did fucking unprecedented. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go Jude, to green, dude. Jude, give him the yeah. hard question and I'll bung you a fiver. All right. <laughs> But I've got to study them now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucker of a question. You said green, didn't you? I did say green. Okay, I think I think you're safe then, Mark. Maybe. Oh dear. The Barzan discovery of what space phenom? Ph- oh God, it's that time of night. Phenom- <laughs> phenomenon. Oh, phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Do 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 the word we just said <laughs> sparks intense negotiations in the next generation episode the price read it one more time the bar <laughs> the bars and discovery to. of what space phenomenon <laughs> I can't say it I can normally the bars and the bars and discovery of what space Phenomenon sparks intense negotiations in the TNG episode The Price. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of how they would have worded it. Is that the episode? I'm pretty sure that's the episode where they discover that warp drive is damaging space. Um, tears in subspace, would it be? Um. Because obviously you're going to want a very specific answer, I would assume. 
Yeah, but it's you. Uh... Yeah, he's gonna want something specific. <laughs> I totally know this. Yeah. Do you uh, really? Yeah, I, know, I totally know this. I, that's the thing. I know. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm on the right lines. Um. And it's because warp drive is causing wibbly wobbly tears <laughs> <laughs> in space. Wibbly wibbly arsehole tears. Yeah. Um. Space fishes. Is that what they call them? <laughs> That's not the answer on the card. <laughs> oh, space piles. <laughs> space yeah. piles. Space hemorrhoids. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to go for tears in the uh, tears in subspace. No, no, no. It's a Barzan wormhole from the oh, episode The Price. It's a Barzan wormhole where they discover the first stable wormhole, or they think it's stable. And the two Ferengi disappear, ah, and then they come back episode. in Voyager. It's a crappy right. episode. It's yes. a crappy episode, but there's, it's quite interesting because those two Ferengi come back in Voyager when they're trapped in the Delta Quadrant because the end of the wormhole is unstable. Of course, it fuck. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, no. I, it's I a totally rubbish episode, but it's got an interesting payback up. with the two Ferengi. Mm. Oh fuck! And I thought I was going to win this week. <laughs> So is no, that... Mind. Uh, no, Jude... So it's, 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 it's possible that we might all draw in a second. It's, if I actually get this right. Yeah, if you get this right, it'll be a three-way draw and then it's sudden death. I'm amazed. Um, I'm, I'm going to gamble on green. Okay, in the Deep Space Nine episode, Sons of Moog, who is the Klingon Rodek? Oh. Who is the Klingon Rodek? Yeah, in the Deep Space Nine episode, Sons of Moog, who is the Klingon Rodek? I don't necessarily recognise the name, but I'm just going to say Worf's brother. It is Worf's brother, Kern, after his memories had been erased. Mm. Yeah. They, it's the identity that they gave him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're actually tied. It's a three-way tie, so it's sudden oh. death. Oh, how intense. Okay. Okay, Mark, green or orange? Oh, orange, please. Okay, what technical accomplishment does Lieutenant Reed achieve in the Star Trek Enterprise episode? Oh, Jesus. Vox Solar. So, what technical accomplishment does Lieutenant Reed achieve in the Star Trek episode... Uh, sorry, in the Enterprise episode, Vox Solar? What technical achievement? Isn't that the episode where they get... sort of covered in... like a sort of spider's web type... Thing. Probably, you know, you know me. I'm fucking awful with episode names. Yeah, I think. Jesus. I think I think, I think I think I remember the episode. Uh, Jesus Christ. What technical achievement? So he's already chief engineer. 
No, he's not. He's not a chief engineer. He's a security officer. Tactical. Yeah, tactical and security. Um... So he's a technical, tactical security officer. Bloody hell. He would be head of, no, that's not a technical achievement. I think he would get a. So, so Do you want me to read it one more time for you? Yes, please. What technical accomplishment does Lieutenant Reed achieve in the Enterprise episode of Vox Solar? So I do remember the episode. I'm sure it's the one where they have the spider web type thing where they're. It is. Tied tying people up and eating them alive in the web. It is. Technical achievement. Would he get sort of some sort of basic medical care or nurse or something like that? I'm thinking he would he would have some sort of um medical type training rescuing people from the the spider's web I'm going to go for something like that I can't express it any better than that I I think okay. I I remember I remember the episode as being that but what technical achievement he gets it's been a while since I've watched Enterprise so I can't say any more than that Well that's the thing I, no, I'm really I, intrigued with what this is going to be now No because I've just done my rewatch I do I would have got it Yeah um yeah. But that is the first use of a force field by Starfleet. Oh, okay. Ah. okay. Yeah, he uh, like spends half of the episode creating a stable force field. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't. Have, yeah, I was just assuming because people were trapped, he was going to get mm-hmm. some sort of medical thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. That okay. was a, that was that was a bitch of a question. That is, yeah, it was, yeah, it didn't exactly roll off the tongue. No. <laughs> okay, um, I'll go for orange, dude. Okay. In the TNG episode, where no one has gone before, okay. why does Picard make Wesley Crusher an acting ensign? <sighs> because the traveller tells him that Wesley's special. Yeah, I'll give you that. That was yeah. an easy fucking question. Oh dear, that's an, okay. Dude, green or orange? I'm gonna go for orange. Another Wesley. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not always too bad on Wesley. Why does Wesley Crusher leave the USS Enterprise D in the Next Generation episode, the final mission, uh, to join his? Mate, the trap. What's he called? Okay, why does Wesley Crusher leave the USS Enterprise D in the Next Generation episode final mission? To go be a 
thingy-majiggy, whatever you call them, traveller, saviour of the universe. <laughs> saviour of the universe. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Crusher. Ah. Ah. <laughs> saviour of the universe. <laughs> I could imagine him singing that <laughs> whilst with the traveller. <laughs> Is that good enough? No. No, it's completely fucking wrong. <laughs> He left in final mission. He left in final mission to become to join Starfleet Academy. It was in Journey's really? End that he left to become a traveller. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Fair enough. They're, they're similar titles, so I can. Yeah. I got this confused. Yeah. 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 Holy shit! He's won it. Have you won it, Yeah. You can't. How did that Oh dear, that's the thing. I've the, gotten all the weeks where like I expect to lose every week, and all the weeks I've beat you, and then we have Mark on, and, and I'm you just a, I'm just, am, I'm just amazed that Mark I, I, missed I just out. Got, I got two bitches, bitches of questions there. I didn't oh, yeah. even understand the question, never mind the answer on a couple of them. Sorry, that was partly my fault. Yeah, fuck. Hey, it's <laughs> luck of the draw. It's whatever card you pick in the question. I mean, Jesus, who would yeah. have known? The concubine, the daughter of some concubine. Honestly, I would have been surprised if fucking Larry Nemechek knew that one. I didn't even understand the bloody question, no mind the answer. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I, I mean, either, how are you meant to guess it was Martok's wife? Honestly. It, or even guess her name. Never mind. Oh, well done, okay. mate. Well done, Wayne. Hats off oh. to you, mate. Thank you very much. I'm I'm very very happy and feeling smug now. The the, the prophets were smiling on me. <laughs> oh dear, so Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure, an absolute nostalgia trip to have you. It doesn't feel like it's been any time at all. No, it doesn't. It really it, doesn't. So uh, let's um, yeah, let's do something again fairly yeah. soon. I think. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, the door is always open. I know it is. I know it is. Um, and just with yeah, it's been awesome. Man. Stuff like that, it makes it difficult. But yeah, let's yeah, um, yeah, let's sort something out again soon. Most definitely. And uh, mate, yeah, uh, I don't give a fuck if I won. You're signing out this episode. Thanks for. I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah. Th- thanks <laughs> for listening to us this week, uh, everybody. Uh, remember, buy your tickets. TrekmateEvents.com. I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins. And I've been Mark Stamper. That's Trek, mate.
Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message.
tweet us at trekmate1701. Make it so.